Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hi, gorgeous. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Clean Flow if you're new. I'm excited today to be sharing an episode with you with Andrea Donnelly, who is a really fucking potent witch, quantum healer, all the things. She's been so deep in my life as she was a client for a very long time. And I've also experienced her work for a very long time. So I can speak to myself and I don't bring any women inside my business um, whose work I cannot deeply vouch for. And I've honestly never experienced work like Andrea's or that works so potently. We're going to get more into it into the episode, but talk about just being born with channeled wisdom and a just a natural ability to heal. I mean, her way that she's able to see into the future is just like none I've ever seen before and really like travel across timelines, past, present, future, and somehow bring the healing to all. It's just so what I'm here for. And I invited her into Feminine Magic and Money, the Mastermind, which is about deep embodiment of feminine wealth, pleasure, magic, and magnetism, because so much of what we do between myself and all the guest experts is step you into working with money, manifestation, life, magic, the quantum way, whether it be through healing, magic, spells, embodiment work, energy activations. I mean, we go so deep, you know, sensual and pleasure activation. Like we go so deep. There's so much that we do. There's a reason it's five months because I want you to actually like radically change as a woman and how you feel inside your body and how you feel and what you receive and learning how to actually work with your emotions and transmute them quickly and work with your energy to move things around for you and get what you want. So you can be moving like a real witch. So I love Andrea so much. I'm so happy. She's going to be leading inside the container. She's going to be doing a really potent, basically what I would call soul retrieval. So what happens in life is that we come into this world and we're carrying our past life traumas. Um, we obviously experience trauma in this present lifetime, whether it be like capital T or smaller, we all have it. So it's all good. Um, we can just all get comfortable with that. And what happens is we like kind of like forget who we really are. We lose these pieces of our soul. And I believe that we're all here and we all have a true soul blueprint. And that's why when we're actually honoring our soul's blueprint, life starts to feel good. Life starts to feel easy. You start receiving a lot more, but like you don't just step into the blueprint, right? We have to actually clear what's in the way and also activate. And it could be from, like I said, this lifetime, past lifetime, generational trauma, we've all got all of it. So this is why I'm so passionate about this work and doing it the quantum way. So you don't need to be in like healing for 10,000 years for things to arrive. So we've designed this container very intentionally because you know, I'm in Aries. I'm not fucking patient. (laughs) I want you getting like, Oh, we got to get there. Um, And anyway, so once we do this powerful work that she does, and she also just has this ability to really like see into 
the true blueprint of your soul. And of course, there's this like this remembrance and this discovery that happens through doing our work ourselves. But anyway, it's potent as fuck. So come into my world. Oh, so what I wanted to say is sorry, we clear out the energies and then also activate you with gifts that you didn't know that you have. You know what I mean? I think so often healing is just focused on clearing and everyone forgets like you actually have to like activate yourself with new energies. Otherwise you're just like this open channel and not a lot's really changing. We have to actually upgrade you with higher level frequencies. So obviously I'm so strong here, right? In the money and feminine energy space. Um, And then I bring in other women who have other areas of expertise. So they're all chosen very specifically. And I'm very excited about that. Um, So, oh my gosh, and a separate quick update. So Phoebe Marie, her and I were connecting and what we feel we're going to do, because there's a lot of you who have already joined, we share a lot of clients who've had a DNA activation. So what we're going to do is facilitate a really potent, she did this for the last one of FMM and it like blew everyone's mind, a really potent astral healing So this is basically going into your astral body to clear stagnant energy, to clear trauma, et cetera. So that's going to like radically shift how you show up in 3D. And obviously most of us have not had an astral healing before Phoebe. So we're going to do that in the the container. And then you're also going to have the opportunity if you have not had a DNA activation to join a DNA activation with her as well. So that's how we're going to handle that just in case you're listening and you want to join. You're like, oh, but I have already had a DNA activation with Phoebe. That's what we're going to do there. So this way we cover everyone. Um, anyhow, okay. So with Andrea's work too, yes, she's going to help activate you with these new frequencies. And the only way I can describe it is it's just such rapid healing. So rapid. Like the things that I've brought to her or I'm like, why, why, why? Or it's carrying around for so long. It'd be like one session done, one session done, one session done. Crazy. I'm dead serious. So I'm really excited to do this work together as a group. I am so excited. And this is like, <laughs> I feel like every time I bring guest expert onto the show, I make it, I'm like, this is the, this is the thing. And it's like, they all are the thing in such different ways. And obviously there's so much that I take you through in the container as well. It's just, it's so deeply life-changing. So tune into the episode. I also want to let you know that we are in early bird now. This is your opportunity to save 555 on the container. And early bird is closing end of day Friday, February 4th at midnight Eastern. We are going to be starting FMM in March. So now's the time, beauty. Also, it's a five-month container, so I only open it twice a year. And you should know the price is also going to be going up by 2K the next time I open. So jump in now, gorgeous. There's paying full with some juicy bonuses and two payment plans available for you as well. I love you. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. (laughs) Enjoyed. Enjoyed the episode. Andrea, how are you? Oh, I am so good. Happy New Year. I'm so happy to be talking to you. Oh, Happy New Year. Yay. <laughs> Have I not talked to you in the New Year <laughs> till now? That's kind of crazy. <laughs> I know. I know. I can't believe it's already 2022. It feels like 
kind of feels like last year didn't even happen in a way. Well, and we're like, thank God. (laughs) I mean, no, there's a lot of good things last year. (laughs) But I actually feel... It really did. I feel such good energy for this year. Like, obviously, I'm not saying the world's collective ascension is over. Clearly, I don't think I need to tell anyone that. But just for us (laughs) personally, and I was even reading about the numerology of 2022, which is six. And like six is so much more about like togetherness and union and nurturing. And I just feel like so many women who are listening to this show will have been the type of people who are really showing up for themselves in 2020 and 2021. And I feel like, you know, while also also amazing things are happening, they certainly did in my life. There was this, this element of like, being in the training ground, you know, and really getting through a lot of our stuff so that we could kind of like receive the fruits of all of that in this year. And I really, really strongly like really feel that coming. So I'm excited for this year. Agreed. Agreed on that. I feel like for everyone, I loved how you talked about it as like a training ground. It seems like everyone who really went deep in 2020 and 2021 now we do get to have, I mean, like you said, I'm not saying this is going to be an easy year. I feel like we're going through a huge collective growth, which is like going through the birthing process. It's painful and it's messy, but there's a way that for all of us to really lighten our own load, we get to really step into this like new way of being in the world and, and leadership. The, you know, for all of us who really dove deep and looked at our shadows and looked at the ways that we were misaligned, we did all of this work and we showed up for ourselves. And now we get to basically be like the pioneers who get to lead everyone else through it. And that feels like such a good place to be in for, for me, for you, for the audience, everyone listening, you know, certainly the people who are going to be hearing this, whether it's now or in the future are people who were really drawn to hold space for for the new earth for the golden age in a really beautiful way so I'm so happy to be here good and I think too because I have women in my audience and certainly in my programs who are not entrepreneurs to remember to like that that leadership component doesn't mean that like you have to be an entrepreneur or you have to well, most of my, obviously, uh, most women are either in a, have a business or design and start a business. But I guess what I'm saying is like, this doesn't mean that you have to, for example, like be a coach and like lead people in the way that you kind of like might traditionally think about it from what the internet says. You could be in a full-time job and it's literally like how you lead yourself and like the energy that you hold within your stance, like in the, com- you know, within your place within the company that you work in, or you could have a totally other type of other type of business, which isn't necessarily about like other people's personal growth, but it's like how you lead that business, you know, and the results that you're able to see from basically like claiming your sovereignty. So this applies to all of us, which I think is actually really beautiful. And I brought Andrea on the show today. So Andrea, I always sum up your work as essentially being a quantum healer. I also know you identify as queen of the cosmos and a celestial mentor Andrea works really put the most simple way I know how to explain it. I used to always call her a witch to the sages. Um, <laughs> is that you are have a very, very unique access to other dimensions, to the 5D, 
and to other timelines. I mean, your ability to see out into the future is kind of like none I've seen before. And obviously, you know, been in the game for a little while <laughs> in this space. And I'm <laughs> so much of my work and my interest is around like quantum life creation, money, business, et cetera. And you're able to really powerfully work with that energy to help us collapse our timelines and basically bring our future desires into the now. And obviously that's what I'm here for. And Andrea is a guest expert inside of Feminine Magic and Money, the Mastermind, which she also participated in, not the two rounds before, the one that's closing out now. So that's this is like a really beautiful, come full circle moment. And I just wanted to bring Andrea on to have a conversation around this concept of like quantum healing, working with 5D energy, collapsing timelines, like all these things that we all want to do and they sound amazing, but it's like, okay, well, how do we do this? And what does it lead to? And why is the gifts that Andrea was put on the planet with so important for helping us get there? Um, just for everyone to understand. And then of course, women who are interested and joining or have already joined um, because pre-sale is open now, feminine magic and money. So I'm just, I love, these are like some of my favorite topics to riff on. So I'm really excited to be having this conversation with you. Same. And I love how you described my work. It can be it can be hard for me to even like synthesize into words. Um, one of my clients is so funny and says, you know, if people want to solve their problems, they should pay me. And if they don't want to solve their problems, they shouldn't. And I think that there's a way where the spiritual can seem really mysterious, like how from a results perspective, it can seem a little ephemeral to have to try to like, you know, dial down the fact that I do tap into every other realm and every time and every space and all versions of people. And I channel light language and I work with the archangels and the fairy realm and ancestors. I am profoundly connected to the galactic realms. I channel the Arcturian Council of Elders, the Pleiadians, the Lyrans. Like there are so many different kinds of galactic energy that I channel and I am able to time travel. Basically, what I can do for everyone um, is that I can see the original blueprint of your soul. So no matter what has happened to you in this world, right? One of my friends and I always call this um, our bag of rocks, right? We like We have our authentic soul blueprint, and then we are born in a human body, and we have trauma happened to us and drama and family karma and all of these things that basically weigh us down and make it hard for us to remember all of those parts of ourselves. And one of my greatest gifts is that I can just with like laser sharp focus, I can see what your original soul blueprint is and I can see what your highest potential is. And in connecting to all of those other realms, I hope you remember that you're not alone and that you're actually profoundly supported by spirit. I have a brilliant spiritual IQ. It has been what has held me over the course of my entire life and really helped me to remember that no matter what I've been faced with, I have answers, I have a way through, and I have all of this incredible support that comes from all of these different realms. And when you tap into it, 
it just makes it so that anything is possible. And it's really beautiful to watch the way that people unfold in my presence because it's like just by being in my energy, people are able to remember these profound truths about themselves. And it's really, it's a wild ride because people are able to move at a pace then where they're not bound by that 3D sense of time and space. And they're able to just like shoot straight up. 100%. And I've experienced myself um, with you being someone that I'd worked with for a long time, obviously, in addition to having you as a client and, you know, look at my trajectory when we talk about like my business, money, growth, et cetera, your own, you know, and in, in your personal story. And so I'd love to hear, because I think that, I think that people generally understand this concept of collapsing time. Um, and I would love to hear, because, you know, you talked about like having this sort of clear, crystal clear vision into our soul's blueprint. So when I hear soul's blueprint, what I hear is basically like, just like who we are and really intended to be and how we're intended to roll and how we're intended to move and how we're intended to receive in this present life, you know? And I don't mean that it has to be so specific as like, you have to be, have this job and have this many kids, like not even in that way. To me, it's, it feels more. And the way that I've experienced your work personally, it's almost just like the vibration you're intended to carry which then allows you to really like align to the, to that highest timeline, which is all honestly going to be in line with your, your true desires anyway. And for you to actually be able to understand and feel what they are. And you know how I always talk about taking the fastest road to Rome and to actually show up in the 3d and take the fastest road to Rome without getting knocked around so much and without getting like just, just so distracted and confused. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what it's like. It's like, we have all of this stuff that we end up getting hit with from a 3D perspective, right? We've, we've all got our stuff. And whether you were born in the most perfect family, or whether you, you know, had a life like mine, which was pretty chaotic, and really, to be quite frank, crazy, Um but the beauty of it, and I was told when I was little, I was told when I was like five years old, I was watching a Dis, um, not Disney, Sesame Street movie, and it was called Don't Eat the Pictures. And it was this really, it was this really metaphysical journey where the Big Bird and some of the other Muppets get trapped in the Metropolitan Museum of Art. And they end up meeting this the soul of an Egyptian boy who's been trapped on earth for 4,000 years. His parents have like since gone home to the stars and he's trying to reunite with them. And they show him that in order to basically move past this earthly realm, you have to keep your heart as light as a feather. And I remember, like I've talked to my guides since I was a baby and they told me when I was watching it, that that was literally the point of my life. And one of the reasons why I'm able to help people like dismantle their problems in such a really lightning fast way is because of how much struggle I've had in my own life. There's nothing that someone can throw at me. There's nothing that someone can tell me about their own journey that I'm not going to be able to hold space for. And I think for, you know, you've known this in your own life. And I think a lot of people who are really awake will resonate with this 
one of the things you're going to get from me is that I'm going to be honest. I don't spiritually bypass. I don't pretend that being awake is an easy experience, right? It's, it's not. Being alive on this planet can be really brutal and hard and painful, but part of tapping back into that divinity and being able to be around me is that when you can reconnect to all of that divine support that we all have, um, I like to think of it, and I know a lot of people say this in some way, but it's kind of like, um, you know, no matter how much we might feel like lonely or alone, we're never alone. You know, we've got this like huge team of ancestral support. We've got the angels and the fairies and galactic beings. And like, we're actually never alone, no matter how much we might feel like we are. And when we can remember that, there's a connection. You and I have talked about this before too, but there's a connection between from what I have seen in my own anecdotal study about being a human this time around, there's a really big connection between resiliency and your ability to be able to experience joy, right? Our life doesn't have to be perfect in order to be able to tap into that joy and that love and that like place of miracles. The only thing that needs to be present is that we can show up for ourselves and then it just makes it easier to navigate. You know, like then the things that you end up getting hit with from a 3D perspective, it's like, well, I'm not going to take any of those things as personally as I might have before. I'm not going to like take them as a reflection of who I am because I know that I am actually this like beautiful sovereign being of light, no matter what I in the, no matter what I'm experiencing. And that changes everything for people. Well, I always talk to my clients about. And I do want to go back to the question of like your view on collapsing time and what that means and sort of like how the work works to help people get there because essentially that's what it does. Um, but I always, to, to, to comment on what you said, I always talk about growing our energetic and emotional capacity. So in order, because obviously I bring women into my world, no matter what the container is, right? We want more, right? Whether it be like more money, more love, more clients, a juicier business, more fun, bigger house, like whatever more is to us. Like I'm here for women who stand for like having a fuck yes life, you know, defined by them. And so, and particularly, usually people are coming my way who are also looking for a lot more ease with money and more of it, period. And what I talk about and what I've seen on my own journey all the time is that we say we want more, right? But then we'll be like, well, I only want more of the good stuff or we go to do our work around money, but then they think that like, it's only going to be work around receiving. And I'm like, no, there's also a lot of work around your spending, right? Because there's this figure eight energy with life, with everything, right? So like no one's receiving a lot of money. Who's also not down with spending a lot of money. Like we have to kind of like learn both and have that figure eight energy and to just be able to hold more. So like, if you imagine having a million dollar business, a multi-million dollar business, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of things going on. There's a team, right? Sometimes there's like funny, icky, sticky client stuff that pops up. There's just a lot happening because we're in the, in the worlds with other humans. And so if you have that much money coming to you, there's also a lot of people as well. And just things that come up by the fact that we live on planet earth. And if we get knocked around so easily right? Like in our business, in our life period, we tend to like fall down, fall down, fall down. And then the journey feels hard and we don't actually have the capacity to hold what we say that we want. And so I believe 
that things come to us, like all of our manifestations, when we actually have the capacity to hold them or else they don't stick. You know, these are like the stories of people who win the lotto, receive huge amounts of money, et cetera, and don't actually have the capacity to hold it. And like, uh, it's gone in like a year. Right. Or a lot of these like celebrities who become famous overnight and there's been no growing into capacity and then end up having like a total emotional meltdown addiction, losing all the money. And you're like, how the hell did you lose like $30 million? Cause it sounds impossible, but like somehow they made it possible, you know? <laughs> but, right, right. And like, but this happens right. often enough where you have to be like, okay, this is not just some weird fluke. It's literally about our capacity. And so when we say we want to hold more, it's to be able to hold more of everything. And that doesn't mean like entertaining suffering or a lot of drama. Quite in fact, you become way less available for that because you're, as your capacity expands, your standards do too. Um, but it's actually doing that work to me, like on the 5D and in the 3D that allows you to hold more. And so when you are energetically, when you energetically and emotionally have the space to hold a lot more, you also just start receiving a lot more and you start receiving it faster, you know? So I always have this lived experience of like things that used to phase me. And it's not always even going to show up in my business. It could be something in my personal life, but isn't that interesting while the business has also grown so much. It's like, I don't even notice them anymore. Or I could be in a situation that was previously triggering and now it's not, you know? Or something funky happens. I don't, it's not like so personal. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Or like, but I don't need to engage with that energy. Like things just get so much more simple. Um, yeah. And so I feel like that's a really powerful piece of this equation when we talk about kind of like receiving in the quantum, which is essentially receiving a lot and receiving it quickly and like working with that kind of energy. And obviously your access to like these other realms helps us work more quickly with what we can't see because obviously we're not the only energies on the planet. Um, so could you share your views on what collapsing time is and how your work helps us do that in connecting back to yeah. the truth of our soul, et cetera. And like, if you want to share anything around, I know you work with so many different energies, it's hard to get into all of them. But if you want to share anything <laughs> around the energies that you work with and how that basically helps us have this remembrance. Yeah. And maybe you can give um, a few examples for people who don't know, like the, with the Palladians or what is the point of the fairies on the planet or, you know, anything else that you feel called to share. Yeah. So when I think of what it means to be collapsing time, I, I have always understood that time does not move in, a, you know, we sort of imagine because of being on this planet that time moves in a line and time does not. Time moves in a circle. There are so many things happening simultaneously. There are versions of ourselves in other timelines. There are our past lives, our future lives. And things are happening in a much more like concurrent um, sense of experience than what we are able to remember. And because I never forgot that, now I'm not saying in any way that I'm perfect or that my life is perfect or anything like that, but I was born remembering that. And that is something that I never forgot. And so because I, because I know that, because I know that we have this incredible connection to all of these other realms, I channel Archangel Metatron, who is the angel of speed. I channel our, um, 
Archangel Sandolphin, who is the angel of music. And one of the things that I have found is that light language, which is something that I've channeled since I was a kid, it's a way that I have always been able to talk to animals and to the fairy realm and to plants. And it is, it's one of the, one of the um, tools that I use to be able to really collapse things for people, right? Maybe there are other timeline versions of you that are struggling. Maybe, you know, you're carrying around trauma from something that happened to you when you were little or something that would potentially happen to you. And so when I think about what it means to collapse time, I feel like it's really about saying, okay, what is it that is your like ultimate goal, your ultimate capacity, your, your dream life, basically. And how are we going to release those past versions of ourselves and really dismantle and disconnect? So I do a lot of energetic cord cutting with people. I really do a lot of like work in people's acoustic records, which are basically the library. Um, if you want to think of it as like a galactic library that houses all of our soul history, the soul history of, of this planet, of all life everywhere. And then saying, what are the versions of you that you don't need to hold space anymore? Like, what are the ways that you've been basically giving away your energy to other people? I'm going to come in, I'm going to cut that for you. And then you and I have talked a lot about this as part of that sense of like collapsing time. One of the beautiful things that happens is that it's not just about releasing the stuff that no longer serves us. It's also about saying, what are the things that you are really gifted at? So again, being able, like, because I can see people's talents and their soul potential and all of basically what they were like born to do, as it were, what their greatest gifts and talents are, you get to call home. It's not just about getting, like quantum healing is not just about getting rid of things. It's about calling back all of those versions of you that are like, that are just like kicking butt and taking names. You know, what are your greatest talents? Like I was talking with someone yesterday and she followed back up with me and she said, you know, I, I, have rarely if ever felt so seen. And I think that that's one of the things when I work with people is that they often come back to me and say like, I, how did you know that thing about me? That's something I always knew about myself, but I've never even spoken out loud. And because I can see that like pure essence and that pure blueprint, I'm able to basically corroborate with people. I mean, not usually even telling people things they didn't already know about themselves, but because of the way that I can see people, it like, it, it helps you lock it down. It helps you be like, oh, I always, I call it like the whispers of our heart and our soul. We, we know things about ourselves. We know the stuff we're good at. We know like the ways that we're really special and unique. And you talked about it at the beginning about how, you know, this is not just for entrepreneurs. This is for anybody. And I like to think of it in terms of like, some of us were, you know, born to, be on a global stage. And some of us were born to walk around our neighborhood and share our gifts and our love and our light and our smiles with people. And we all incarnated to be a piece of the puzzle. 
And so this is really a space for anyone. Like anyone can do this work. It doesn't matter what, you know, what you do from a business perspective or anything like that. This is really for anyone who's looking to try to lighten their load and be able to make the room by cutting all those cords with the trauma, with the drama, with the chaos, with the pain, and then calling home the parts of yourself that you've made new room for. And it's an amazing, amazing process. And I want to say too, this isn't like you need to come to the table and know what all these things are. Like you're able to see it on your own. And that's something that I love about your work too. This isn't like, okay, let me bring my list of things, you know, that like I remember that could be affecting me because you also are seeing into things that happen to us like in timelines, like that maybe we don't even remember or other lives. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my one of my clients says that about me and that I am able to really see um, things about people that they don't even remember about themselves. And that also really helps you because we can I think that's one of the hard things about being in a human body, right? That's like why we come to the planet is so that we can literally that's what my business is called is we are here to remember. And we were born forgetting for reasons so that then we can go through the process. Yeah. Right. So that we can go through the process of like connecting back in and remembering what it means. And it's like, we've got so much stuff coming from the collective and from our families and from our schools and our, you know, systems of governance and all of these ways that we're told that the magical and the mystical and that that stuff is not real. But then when you really start to like break it down and you look at, for example, most like religious bodies, on the one hand, they're telling us that magic isn't real. But then on the other hand, they're participating, you know, most services, no matter what background a person comes from, involve some kind of, you know, spell work, ceremony, you know, tying in things like incense. And there is this like heavy component of magic that exists on this planet. And when we can connect to it, especially when I think about something like the fairy realm, right? You know, we as humans have our angels and our guardians and our ancestral team. And the fairies are here to do that for the earth herself. They are the guardians of the plants. They are the guardians of the animals. And when you can remember and connect back into that sense of stewardship, I've been obsessed with the word stewardship. (laughs) Like basically since I was a little kid, like I've always believed that that's one of the things that we were all born to do was just steward the earth. And how far off the path have we forgotten, right? We go into like a gorgeous place. We go into a forest or we go to the beach or something and there's garbage. There's garbage everywhere. So that's a reflection, not just of how we treat the planet, but it's a reflection of how we treat ourselves. And when we can demand better for ourselves, when we can call home those parts of ourselves that we've forgotten, it makes this incredible amount of room to be able to also treat the earth and everyone around us better. You know, there's no greater work that a person can do right now, I don't think, than healing our own stuff. Because when we do that, it just really does free up an enormous amount of space, no matter what our destiny is. You know, no matter what we were born to do, it just makes everything a million times richer. 
Totally. And how we interact with others. And then also just within our own life and our capacity, like so much, I mean, you were inside of Feminine Magic and Money is about our capacity to like actually receive and have that not be so complicated, you know, and to have it come so much faster. And it's obviously like one of the greatest areas women gets result, get results, whether it be like in their love life, in their relationship with their body and money and their capacity to move their emotions much faster and like turn that into something on the other side, maybe in their business. Like it always like boils down to like our ability to receive more and like move faster, not like in a hustle, burn yourself out, kind of move faster, but to have more like energetic speed. And then also just this lightness, like, you know, so much of my brand is about ease and my message is about ease. And it's like, it's not because every single moment feels like a trip over the rainbow, but you get to continuously (laughs) raise your, raise your baseline for ease. Where like, like I feel pretty chill more days than not. This did not used to be the case. You know what I mean? But like, you are able to actually shed enough to get to a baseline where like you do have a regulated nervous system and like you do expect good things to happen and good things are happening and like things that pop up, you're just able to handle them so much faster and like keep it pushing. It doesn't mean so much. And I feel like all of us vibrating kind of at that level, receiving at that level, moving at that level, which can feel like magic, but like there is magic involved. Like I think even working with the 5D, it's called magic, but I believe magic is real. And if witches weren't real, why the fuck do we need to burn them and like have so much attention, on them, you know, like <laughs> right, I, exactly. So we don't even, I've talked about that and not, it's just like ridiculous. So anyway, um, yeah. And then of course we start treating the planet better. We start seeing how like, just like kind of the corruptness and some of the injustices in the world And rather than be weighted down by it or have it feel like a huge drama, you're just like, okay, well, one, I'm going to opt out of that paradigm, like goodbye matrix. You know how like so much of my vibe is like having, you know, having the matrix around you, but not necessarily need to be like under its thumb, which is like very much how I feel. And then also being awake enough to see what's going on so that you aren't mistakenly Because what I've seen in journeys is people play in to these like lower frequency ways of living and operating in the world without realizing they're doing it, right? Like I always talk about like so many women were raised with such a high capacity for fucking suffering and they don't even realize how much suffering they're voluntarily choosing and entertaining and have to learn to have like less availability for it until you just have no availability for suffering. And that doesn't mean you don't deal with things that come up in life. Life sometimes has painful moments of pain and suffering are two totally different things. Pain is like something happens outside of your control. Someone passes away. Do you know what I mean? These like bigger life moments. Suffering is like a daily choice. And it's like, am I going to be here or I'm going to, am I going to like do something about this? Cause I don't like how it feels. And we had our closing ceremony for or our last call and magnify manifest receive last night. And I was just saying that, you know, I don't know, we're talking about money, all the things. And I was like, eventually you get to this place where like feeling good is a priority. So you're just start to become so unavailable for all these ways that we just like the move through the world in ways that don't feel good. And like, we are women who want to like receive a lot and feel good. Like, and that's at the end of the day, that's what's under all the, the financial desires, the love desires, all of it is to like feel good. And of course, if you feel good, you're going to move through the world in a way that also like contributes to the planet in whatever ways like you're, you're here for. 
Yeah. And I just and love I the, that- like, sorry, how your work like opens us up to that and like activates us with these pieces that, that we've forgotten, whether it be like, for example, you were the first person to tell me that I channel Lemire. I'm like obsessed with Lemire, but I'm the first, <laughs> you were the first person to tell me that I channel Lemire and energy, right? I didn't know what it was, even though I was channeling it. And then, well, but then I went to Hawaii, which like Hawaii has so much Lemurian energy. So once I landed in Hawaii, I was like, okay, I feel like I'm clear now. Like I could feel that connection home as we call it so strongly because Hawaii has so much divine feminine energy, but in this like very like rooted way, like you feel very held. It's not like floaty, like some other tropical places are. And no wonder, right? I'm the one always singing from the rooftops on how life gets to be better and better. And like, you know, jumping down the rainbow into your pot of gold. Like I'm such a vibe for like, let's make life exciting, fun, rich, pleasure filled. And like, isn't that so Lemurian, but I just didn't realize, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there are, and when we can like put a name to something that we've always known, it also helps our human brain to be able to just like, move at a faster pace. Yeah. Like label it, understand it, know how to categorize it and know what to do with it. A lot of this is like, yes, your brain sometimes it helps for your brain to understand. Yeah. 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 And it's not, it's, it's, it's like such a, such a dance, like a delicate dance because we don't want to get so in trying to intellectualize and yeah yeah right but then in this other way we are human we can't pretend that we're not human you know denying the parts of ourselves that want to be able to like make sense of things is a fool's errand also and so really being able to like find that balance and and just like it allows you to be able to move forward in a way that is really um it's like the word that's coming to me is, you know, unencumbered. It's just like you've lightened your load enough to be able to be like, okay, you know, here's the stuff that is what I want. And I think as, as empaths, um, and this is not even like a lot of women, obviously, are going to be listening to this podcast. Um, but this is true, too, for men who are also empathic because of how hard this planet is, because of how much pain there is and how much like collective suffering. And there's a lot of really hard stuff. Like, you know, you and I have talked about this. There are a lot of systems of oppression that are very real and are very hard to be able to navigate and, and just be like cool with, you know, like, I feel like that's one of the big reasons why I always say that being awake is is not always easy is because we can like feel the pain that other people experience, but then you have to exact some strong boundaries and realize that no matter what we're told, you know, like from a mothering perspective, for example, like how many women end up in middle age or in like their later life sick from like chronic illness and pain and just like these ways where people end up really suffering. And it's because they've tried to take on the burden of other people's pain. And the okay, reality this is, is like this we- female martyrdom and suffering and over mothering, <laughs> over giving. Yeah. It's like playing out a lifetime of that stuff. 
Yeah. And when we overgive, when we are not able to really like dial back and figure out, okay, even if I am the greatest empath in the world, it does not mean that it is my responsibility or that it would even work. And I think that's like one of the things that all of us did as a collective and also from an individual perspective, I feel like 2020 and 2021 were in so many ways about dismantling our patterns of codependence. And when we're able to do that and we're able to say like, okay, I am responsible for no one other than myself, it ironically makes you able to help other people in such a bigger way because there's a difference between trying to like process someone else's karma for them versus giving them the tools and the resources to be a self-empowered leader and really like dismantle their stuff themselves. And I think that that is, you know, the, the ultimate goal of my work is for me to help people remember that they have this really profound toolkit and that all they need to do is just remember that it exists. And then by being in my energy, you're able to really remember those things about yourself and you have that ability too. And I feel like your work has helped me in such a big way of being able to dismantle those patterns of codependence. You know, I was born into a family where I was always, I was told basically from the day that I was born that everyone's problems were my responsibility. And that was a big part of my journey. And I think, well, you know, when I found you in 2020, I heard you on a pod, I heard you being interviewed and I was like, oh, that person, like I, you know, I certainly have like a different level of trust. I think that a lot of people, but like, I heard your voice. I was like, she is going to help me. I know it. And I had suffered for years of really debilitating chronic nerve pain. And one of the first things that you said to me was as your boundaries tighten and as you're able to really like dial back in on yourself, your chronic pain is going to shift. And that was completely true. I have quantum healed and gone through this like radical physical transformation. And a lot of it was literally giving other people the space to be able to carry themselves. Totally. I mean, and I really view codependency as just an outsourcing of our power. And this comes up with like, it comes up because obviously I coach women so deeply around money specifically. It comes up all over the place in our business too. And the reason that like, it feels so heavy because to me, it's like I equate ease with a feeling of lightness is because your energy is leaking out all over the place. And so like, as we do this like work, you know, in feminine magic and money, whether it's like embodiment, whether it's energy, I mean, we have so many different types of healers and sessions and things that we do and we're together for five months. So it goes really deep. But on the energetic side, there is this always with every woman I see, there is this like call back of our own power. And what's so powerful about being in the container, experiencing Andrew's work and, you know, our other guest experts and mine as well, is that like, you don't have to like think about it. It's just something that happens as a byproduct um, of experiencing the work and you feel so much better. We don't even understand or realize how much energy we have leaking out to other places until we've actually called it back and are truly not just in sovereignty and how we move through the world, which is obviously going to happen if you're an energetic sovereignty, but like having energetic sovereignty as well, you know, and 
it's been one of my greatest gifts to like reclaim my energy and to also just be able to maintain it. You know, like that's how I am most of the time. And yeah, it just, it changes everything. And and going back to like emotional and energetic capacity, once you're sovereign with your energy, right? And your energy is like in your fucking field and not trying to dip around in a 5,000 other people's fields and you're trying to save them and do this, that, and the other, which is extremely disempowering and doesn't work and leaves you drained. You, (laughs) I mean, there's literally nobody's winning. So stop now. Um, so like when we have called all of our energy back, like the, you know, I talked about our energetic and emotional capacity. We were then signaling like, Hey, I have energetic capacity, right? It's expanding. I'm growing. This is a firm cup. This is a clear channel, money, love, miracles, manifestations have space to come in now, you know? And so that's part of what I love about this work. And working with the different frequencies Andrea does. And this actually leads me into our next question, my next question, which is around quantum healing. Um, I know that I always, the way that I explain it to people who maybe don't understand, um, because I would definitely put you in the quantum healing realm, is what happens like in quantum healing is that you're basically able to address what's happened in your present life, right? Your generational attachments. And then also any past life things that have gone on, but they tend to all come up as needed inside of the work where it's not like this big, deep exploration of you trying to figure out every single family member. Like, of course, we're going to have things and most of the people here will have done some level of work. We're like, you know, around our family trauma, for example. So we'll know certain things like, oh, I do that because my mom does that or my parents used to say this, et cetera. But what I found is like the further I got deeper into the healing, like, you know, then we open up the door to our generational traumas or epigenetics. And then I, you know, in my own process, I started having like past life visions and understanding where certain things that I was carrying came from. I started seeing them for clients. And now we intentionally also do past life work in permanent magic and money. But what I love about quantum healing in general is it's like, they all kind of get held in the in the healing container together. And it's not this linear exploration of like, what's everything that happened to you in this life? Okay, now let's go through every family member. Whose story do you think you're carrying? Like, I don't know, your great grandmother, whoever. Lots of us don't even know fully what happened either because it didn't get passed right. on or we aren't like, aren't connected or there's other just traumas in our lineage and we don't know, you know? And then like past life. And my experience has been um, that in these sessions that whatever needs to come up will come up no matter what part of the timeline it's from. And that's what's important right now. And that that having that much space for the past, present, generational, et cetera, all at one time allows so much more to come up faster. And then obviously with your gifts to move faster. And so I also feel like we talk about collapsing time, it collapses time in our healing. When we talk about quantum healing, it's like you substantially accelerate the pace at which, at which you move through that, which is kind of like in the way or feels energetically heavy also being activated with more and like it all just happens so much faster it's insane so that's how i view it um but i'd love to hear your thoughts as well i i think you just did such a brilliant job of explaining what 
you know, what it means essentially to time travel and to collapse time and space is. Well, and I meant like the quantum healing piece. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I feel like it's all related because when I think about what quantum healing is in so many ways, it is this, this opportunity basically to time travel backwards and forwards and up and down and in all of these different realms. And I think with quantum healing, that is the power of it to me is the speed. And you and I have talked about this part of it before where, you know, we just don't, we literally don't have time at this point from a human perspective to, to get involved on like a 20 year long inner. Oh my God. We did that. We all did that already. Haven't we been through enough? And like, the way that time moves on the planet now, it's not even required. Like we have got to allow ourselves to get in these spaces and containers where things get to move faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not allowing ourselves to get bogged down. You know, it's interesting because when people work with me, whether they join, um, you know, one of my my group container, which is called Angelic Alchemy, or whether they work with me one-on-one, that is one of the things like quantum to me means like taking these huge leaps and taking something that might have in another lifetime, or even if you had started the journey 20 years ago, maybe it would have taken 20 years, but where we are right now in present time, there's not time for that. And then what I mean by there's not time for that, it's like we don't have to suffer and struggle through the slowness, as it were, of certain modalities. And I'm not like, there are so many beautiful things about like doing inner child work. I know with like, with so much trauma therapy and with healing, a lot of what I always come down to for myself is like, okay, that's the like, five-year-old version of me or the 12-year-old version of me like that's still important but it's like instead of having it take 20 years let's have it take a month let's have it take a day like we don't need to be bogged down by these things if we can see what the pain point is and maybe we you know maybe we'll be able to figure out oh that came from a past life or that was from a family member or what have you but it's like you're still experiencing it so it almost doesn't even matter where it originated from the point for all of us now is to say I don't want that to weigh me down anymore I don't want to be hit by these epigenetic things that I've inherited like my family for example has a robust um, relationship to things like PTSD and anxiety and all of it came from really intense historical trauma some of my own anxiety is my own. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say that like some of it's not authentically mine, but I struggled with depression and anxiety and like all of these different things for such a long time. And there's a point at which it also was so affected by the things that I had inherited and to be able to understand that and to say, I don't want that for myself. I'm cutting cords with that so that I'm able to truly feel into what is mine. To me, that is the power of quantum healing. And it's like, if you imagine, I think I said it at the beginning, like one of my friends and I have long called it our bag of rocks, right? If we have a bag of rocks that is just the the process of being on planet Earth, 
But then that bag of rocks includes boulders that are literally from other people, from like great, 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 great grandparents and, you know, great, 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 great aunts and uncles and all of this stuff. It's like, let's get that out of the equation. Let's get that out of the equation because then you're able to be so much lighter and move at that quantum pace and say, I am collapsing time and space. I'm not carrying around things that are not meant for me anymore. I thank all of those people for the things that they did to get me to the place that I am now, like bless them. I, you know, thank the lessons and then let them go. And that's when you're able to move at this quantum pace. You know, that's when you're able to like, like, I can literally, as I'm talking about this, my body feels like really jazzed up. <laughs> like I just got this like huge burst of energy. And, and that is, it's just, it's like rocket fuel. Totally. And so inside of Feminine Magic and Money, obviously we're going to be doing this work together as a group. And so much of the emphasis is going to be you know, realigning with our soul's true blueprint, clearing out everything that's ready to go now. Um, And so how does this, and then obviously like attuning us to our higher frequency so we're able to move and receive with more ease, like through our waking life and just have like far more clarity and vision and not be kind of like have these little distortions that we have from basically all programming that doesn't belong to us, everything that doesn't serve us. So how does this sort of work? Um, in the context of a group, because for the women who are inside the container and joining now, I'd love for them. And like some of this ladies, you just got to know and trust the fucking magic. Trust me, it works. I would not have Andrea in the container, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I'd love for you to share anything you can around how basically kind of aligning us to our highest timeline, calling back, you know, not calling back, but aligning to our highest timeline, getting us in the energy of our soul's actual blueprint, right? Like clearing a lot, uh, clearing up a lot of all this stuff that we kind of just talked about. Sometimes we know it's there, sometimes we don't. And really just like raising our fucking frequency that so we can receive more and move through the world with more ease. And like, yeah, we understand that planet Earth has some crazy shit going on, but that doesn't mean life has to feel like that. Like I don't feel weighed down by the planet. I feel fucking good, (laughs) you know? Well, I also am like crystal clear on what's happening. I don't think we're here to suffer. But part of that is just like in the amount of work that I've done, you know? So, I mean, obviously I get sleepy and things like that, but I'm just saying like overall, I like, I feel good. I'm happy to be alive. I like my life. I feel like the the options are limitless. I feel the energy of limitless potential. Like it's it still feels amazing, even though... There's obviously like weird frequencies on the earth because it's just part of being here. Well, and I feel, and you, you know, you know this because you've been running group containers for a while at this point. One of the things that's so powerful about a group like FMM, you know, specifically FMM is that when you are in a, when you're in a container like that, there is this incredible beauty to seeing that you're not isolated and I think that that is one of the most powerful parts of like being in a group container like FMM is that you are you were reminded that you know the stuff that affects you everyone who joins the container at the same time as you is going to have similar stuff that they're trying to dismantle you know like I think of it as like a sort of group theme 
And I know one of the big things that a lot of the people who were in my round of it were really grappling with were being able to appreciate how powerful all of our magic was, how singular it was, and then the ways that we had all taken on the responsibility of family burdens and things that were not like dismantling from patterns of codependency. It was such a big theme for everyone who I went through that with. And it played out in different ways, but to just remember that like we're all hit by things in this way where when you can remember that our journey is also collective, it is so empowering because you feel so much less lonely. You know, there's totally. Well, and I always that, say yeah. the women who come in at specific times are definitely like contracted to be there together for that time. We tend to be learning similar things and that's just part of the magic. Um, and I just wanted to understand or to help everyone understand, like when we actually are live with you and having our session, kind of like how you do your magic with us as a group. Oh, how I do my magic with Not people like as specific, a group? but like how you take yeah. a group versus an individual on a journey, right. Of realigning to their soul's blueprint, stepping to their highest timeline, and then releasing all these attachments we have from different timelines. It's such a magical experience to do that with a group because, again, it's like you're able, I know for myself, and I would imagine that you feel similarly and like all of the other guest experts, because there is always that common theme when you're working with a group, it helps to like magnify and amplify the potential, right? If you have 10 people who are in a group, all of them are struggling to dismantle, you know, let's say like a genetic imprint about lack of self-worth. To be able to do that with 10 people at once who are all muddling through that same thing, it like magnifies the power. You and I have talked about this. One of the things that my guide showed me was that, um, the infinity symbol is actually the like true symbol of multiplication, but the multiplication symbol, just the like the the double X, the cross in that way is incomplete because it needs the loops on the ends of it to be able to really amplify and magnify that, um, that speed basically, you know, Archangel Metaton and the speed and the quantum and all of that like sense of infinity, what you give out, what you get back. And when you do that work with other people, it's like it just is able to move at such an incredible, profound pace for everyone. It really, it really is. There is so much power in just remembering that we're not alone. And it just makes when you're able to like find your way back to that soul family, when you're able to find your way back to those people that are going through similar things with you or, you know, similar things to you, it, it does. When you feel less lonely, it is so empowering in this way that it's like almost hard to put words to, but it just amplifies everything. And there's so much beauty. And then you also get to have the, you know, the continuation of it in a group like FMM, like people have access to the group chat. And then once you've gone through these profound feelings, you get to like come back together and say, okay, like here's what happened to me. And then it continues with that kind of dismantling of loneliness 
because you're like, oh, that thing that happened to me actually, like something similar happened to so-and-so in the aftermath. And wow, like this is how they felt. And I felt that way too. And man, now we've both like lightened our load. Like, and you also get to, there's this way, I just saw this image of like celebration. Like that's one of the powers of being in the group is that because you feel less lonely and you feel fundamentally seen and you get to see how your journey is similar in so many ways to other people, it also amplifies that sense of celebration because you're like, well, hell yeah. Like we both let go, you know, not both, but like, like maybe all 10 of us, like just lightened our load so much. And like, we're going to fucking cheer each other on. And that is so powerful. Totally. Like and a whole group environment. And then like for the particular work with you, I more mean like, do you call on our guides? Like, can you help people understand how you take a group basically through a soul retrieval? Oh yeah. Yeah. So we, so I end up calling in, um, so many different realms of time and space. I call in everyone's ancestors of light and love. I call in your star family. I call in all of these beings of magic, all of this guidance that you have. I connect so deeply into the fairy and the angelic realm. The you know there are all of these different like ways that we call in the quantum, other times and dimensions, your higher self, and it's like performing psychic surgery in a lot of ways. And all of these cords are cut. I work in people's akashic records. I'm able to like do all of these things very quickly and simultaneously. And then once we lighten those burdens, once we cut all those cords, it makes room for us to be able to call home these parts of ourselves that we do need to retrieve, that we have because of experiences we've had in other lifetimes, experiences we've had now. We did not feel fundamentally safe being seen. And so a big part of that retrieval is the sense of reclamation. And you have to let go. You have to lighten the load so that you literally have room to be able to call home those parts of yourself. And then once like that space, that psychic surgery has been performed essentially, then when you call home those parts of yourself, also you're going to be able to make room for them to really like magnify, amplify. And it, it, I do them with people individually and I have experiencing, I have experiencing, uh, uh, <laughs> keep saying experiencing. Um, I have experienced having done this process with my own group, um, and it's just, it's magnificent to watch because we really do have these parts of ourselves. It doesn't matter whether you're doing the work from a one-on-one basis or you're doing it in a group. That ability to reclaim those parts of yourself exists in all spaces, times, and dimension. And so doing it with a group is, to me, it's just, it's so much fun there's so much like beauty and joy and celebration and I love it I love I love doing the process with the group it's a really really beautiful it's just like uh it's got a different vibe it's you know of it's course it's so like different specific. I've led clients right through things singularly 
more like in this energy space and as a group and the group carries a total, like it's such a big energy because it's so, you know, it's multiple people kind of going through the same experience at the same time. Like in some ways, I actually feel like the group actually amplifies the experience. Um, cause it's pretty wild what happens. And then to your point around like being able to go through the journey together is so beautiful. And is there anything, cause obviously you were in feminine magic and money in the first round that I ran it and yeah. Oh, there's actually, if anyone's interested, Andrew was on the podcast, um, in an earlier episode sharing about her experience in FMM, which is really beautiful. And, um, it's just, it's such a wild, beautiful journey. And you're one of the people who saw me launching it. I think you called it like Harry Potter school, which is so funny at the time. Like, <laughs> before I did, I did. I, because it's basically, and you know, I think everyone who goes through it, and I remember Ruby in the last round saying like, every woman needs to have this experience. It is like the true reclamation of our queen, basically. And, you know, whether that be through the embodiment work, the magic, the spells, the 5D, the womb healing, right? All the sensuality work, the pleasure stuff. I mean, we do so much because there's, it's so multidimensional to get to this place of like high levels of receiving and ease and sovereignty. Um, And to get there relatively quickly, we're like, we are literally just moving through things that seem to have been plaguing us for like five years or 10 years, or however long it is. And just being like done in the now and doing it in all the different spaces. Like it's pretty, it's a pretty wild journey and everyone loves it so much and just kind of can't believe it. And I love the women who step into it because yes, like I'm very good at helping people understand tangibly, like these higher level concepts, but there is also just this element of stepping into the void and the feminine is the void. And like women come to me being like, Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm so burnt out. I've been working so hard, whether you have the money to show for it or not. It's just like, I'm tired. Right. Or I'm tired in this area of my life. And it's like, cause your feminine is just like, she's not supported. She's not, do you know what I mean? She's kind of been like cast off to the side and we don't know how to build this really powerful connection to her. We all tend to have a lot of wounding around the masculine, which is so important for our feminine feeling held and wounding around our feminine. Like there's just a lot of stuff going on. Um, but so there is this step into the void because in some way it can feel like a little mysterious, even though I always am like putting forth kind of like the ways for your brain to understand. But as someone who's been through it in that first round, is there anything that you wanted to share about the container, which you'll now be teaching, which I'm so excited about? Well, one of the things I think it's interesting too is, right, while we may, like there's so much power in a group because you're like maybe experiencing a sort of like meta lesson that's similar to everybody else, but the way that it manifests for each of us is so individual. And like, in my case, I always think of you. Um, I know I've said this to you before. I feel like I probably said it, you know, you and I have been on, um, have talked so many times in like public forums, whether it was on your podcast or, you know, I've interviewed you, we've done so much talking. So I definitely know we've talked about this before, but one of the things that my guys always say about you is that you are in so many ways, 
like the antidote to one of my greatest struggles, which is that I was born into a family that had a very, very high, profound level of magic. But because of ancestral trauma, especially on my my mom's side, she was um, all Irish. And the, and I was born in New England, which so like Irish people tend to both have a very high level of magic, but because of the amount of colonial trauma that they were hit with, really had to oppress that. And in order to be able to be safe, had to deny these parts of themselves. So I had this very high level of just like innate wizardry that I was born with, both because of who I am and because of the genetic line that I was born into. But to be able to really like claim that and be able to just like, what was it? My grandmother used to say this thing about her, about her dad, my great grandfather, which is, um, and I feel like this is really what I'm like trying to get at. And like one of the powerful parts of working with you in this space and why I was able to really shift and change so much is she used to say about him that everyone was on the need to know basis and no one needed to know anything. Right. And so I feel like when we are hit by so much of that trauma, it makes us not feel safe to really like be the people that they, that we are. And you, one of your greatest gifts is that you're able to like, you know, similar to myself, see these parts of people and then also help people to figure out like, what is it I've said about you? You're like, you're, you're not just an antidote to that feeling that like sort of puritanical vibe of like, "Mm, must work hard and like being so serious. Everything's so hard. So like, just put your head down and get it done. I'm like, I do not want to live like that. No, no. no. And you really understand and you're able to like tap people into the fact that like there is like magic is also about pleasure and about joy and about love. And like you really help to um, you really help to release that that right because so much of that like I, I keep hearing the word congestion, that that sensibility, that like sternness. Well, and there's so much like of that linear over masculine. It's just a hard energy. Yeah, it's a really hard energy. No, Mm -hmm. it's a really hard energy. And you are able so beautifully to help people release that and to remember that like things do get to be really easy. They do get to be beautiful. They get to be so joyful. And I think that that's like what I mean in so many ways when I say like you are an antidote to that like You know, you're like, no, it gets to be a party. And I feel like that's sort of the beauty of a group, right? Is like, yeah, having a party as a one one man marching band is like cool. But when you bring the whole band together, like that's when things get really good. (laughs) I love that. Totally. I mean, it's powerful. It's so deep. I love it. Well, thank you, Andrea, so much for your time. I'm so excited to have you sharing your magic, which I've experienced so much of inside the container. And I, oh, can you answer one more question? Because I think this word gets thrown a lot, thrown around a lot and people don't know what it means. What the word galactic means? Yeah. Um, okay. So can Or how you frame it? Because obviously a lot of these things are up to our individual interpretation. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I, to me, what Galactic is, is just this like bigger reclamation of our heritage. It never made any sense to me from a logical perspective. Like there, the universe that we know of is so enormous. There are planets and stars and there's so much room. How, it doesn't make any sense to me and it never has, like, how would we be the only life that exists? How would Earth be the Literally. only place? And so yeah. to me, it's like the galactic sense is like, okay, so if if I follow that line of thinking where there's got to be a lot of other life happening in other times and places, and I mean, let's just be really honest, right? If you go to CNN.com and you type in like Pentagon and UFO, we're going through a process of disclosure. Like our government has known for a long time, not just our government, but governments around the world have known that there is a lot more to things than what they have told us. And I appreciate that, you know, I think that in a lot of ways, we were not at a point in human history where it was like necessarily time to really like get honest and clear about that. But where we are now in terms of human history, we can no longer deny that. Like we need the help from the galactic. It's other star systems, it's other realms, it's other past like versions of ourselves. And a lot of that energy that I channel, the Arcturian Council of Elders, Lyran Light, Pleiadian Light, those are other places in history and time and dimensions that are um, that are our family that are the things that we have, we have lived in other places, we have lived in other times, we have so much more. So to me, the galactic is like a deeper appreciation for and a remembering of how much bigger than just this like planet existence, this one 3D timeline and life that we're living, it's like amplified by so much more. Totally. Oh, so beautiful. I love that. Well, thank you so much for your time, Andrea. I'm going to put all your links and episode notes. I'm so excited to have you inside the container. And obviously I always love chatting with you. So excited to be moving into this new year together. And yeah, I just, I really appreciate your time. Oh, you are so so welcome. Um, I'm so excited to see, you know, both who ends up enrolling in FMM. I can't wait to work with everyone who joins. And yeah, find me on all the different medias. Follow me. I am I am a wealth of knowledge and I was literally born to help people remember their sacred truth. So I love you so much. Um, and I am really excited to where things go. They're going good places. <laughs> okay, beauty. I will talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Hey, honey. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I love Andrea so much. Just this episode alone was a transmission. I could literally talk about quantum everything all day long. <laughs> and I want to remind you that early bird, so this is your opportunity to say 555 on feminine magic and money to step you into that deep embodiment of wealth, magic, mag- wealth, magic, pleasure, and magnetism. Got to get 
all my words, right? Is closing end of day. Where are we? February 4th. Yes. Okay. So that's a Friday at midnight Eastern. So come join us. I'm so excited for this next round. It's so interesting because I was reflecting, you know, just about my career tonight. You know, sometimes we have these moments where we look up and I'm always been very like big picture focused, right? Like where not just like, okay, like what's the business like three months from now, but like, where are we going 10 years from now? And really anchored into that truth. And I was also looking at the depths of the coaching experiences containers that I've been in, because obviously they're so radically life-changing. And, you know, it's, it's been in the side of these experiences where it's not just like how you create a business. Like, yes, of course, when you're earlier, that's really important, but the real wealth and the real ascension comes through who you become and that unveiling of who you deeply are as a woman, you know, and feminine magic and money and the work we do is so critical to stepping you into that because that's where you find the flow. That's where you find the ease. That's when you find the pleasure. That's when you find the joy. That's when you're not like stressing out about business strategy. And like you just, things are moving. Energy is moving. Like I really feel like the game is like, you know, I would say, because I focus on both like 40% strategy and the rest is like who we are on the inside. And it's not like we're never fixing ourselves. Like that's definitely not the vibe. It's a basically like we were talking about in the episode of remembrance and a deep liberation. And you will be giving yourself a real treat to come play inside this container. So I love you so much. You can head to my website, jocelynkellyreed.com to sign up directly there. You can feel free to DM me with any questions. There's pay in full with some yummy bonuses. And then there's two payment plan options as well. Oh, and the other thing that I wanted to add, because obviously I just made the business strategy reference, is feminine magic and money is not oriented around you having your business. Like it is not business coaching. This, it's really important to me to have like deep work that supports all women, no matter literally whether you were like a stay at home, a lawyer, an artist, a doctor, a business babe online, does not matter what your profession is. This is around your full turn on as a woman and being like magnetic, vibrant as fuck (laughs) and like receiving, like that's your energy. So I've had women who do so many different things inside this container. So what you do, quote unquote, is not a focus. It's about who you become. So that's really exciting too. For those of you who listen to the podcast who are like, I don't have a business. Um, does not matter. That's not what this is about. And of course, if you do, it's going to like wildly amplify your results as it's done for so many other women. So I wanted to share that as well, just in case there was any confusion, because I know you guys do, those of you who listen to the show do a number of different things, but anyhow, that is that. I love you. I'm going to go take a bath and go to bed and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.